Hello and welcome to the TriTac Podcast. This week we're doing something a little different. Uh, I'm your host, Peter Bryant, and I'm all alone. Uh, Bruce has taken uh, some time off. He had some things he had to do. And the, uh, the, the responsibilities of editing the podcast came down on me. And I th- thought that this would be a good time to put in something I recorded some time ago while I was at Gen Con last year. Now, you guys have probably heard, if you're familiar with the podcast, if you've been listening for a while, that uh, we all were at Gen Con last year and recorded a live episode with everybody sitting at the table. We even had a guest in. Um, So while I was at Gen Con, um, most of us ran uh, Savage Saturday Night. We ran um, a Savage Worlds edition of a TriTac product. And I ran a uh, Savage Worlds fringeworthy adventure called Deutschland Überalles, which is one of the plot points in the fringeworthy book uh, for Savage Worlds. So you get to hear the whole adventure played out from that plot point. And this is one I've run several times. I'm about to retire it from my con circuit, I think. I may run it one or two more times. But I don't really have any plans to run it because I've run it so much. I've just I've vetted the thing out. It's been play tested like crazy, and you get to hear this is basically one of the play tests you get to hear. So the next two episodes, uh, this episode and uh, next week's episode, will be part one and part two of that adventure. This is a live at the table adventure, and I apologize for the background noise. This was at Gen Con in the middle of a room full of gaming tables. Um, so you're sitting right at the table at Gen Con. Yay! If you've never been, this is what it's like to game, um, you know, at, at this event, which is much like most other conventions, really. Uh, most of the other gaming conventions I've been to, you know, it's pretty much the same experience. It's just Gen Con has 10 zillion times more games than just about anybody else. Uh, it was a good event. It was a lot of fun. Uh, this is a great adventure. I, love, I, I really, really like this adventure. One of my favorite adventures that I've written. So, um... You know, take a listen, enjoy. Uh, this is a long episode. This is um, a good hour and a half or so, I think. I don't, I don't know, wherever I break it. Um, and then the other half of it will be next week. So if you're not into live role-playing recordings, just skip over this week, skip over next week, and our regular show will be back in two weeks. Uh, if you do like these, like I believe it's the Gutter Skypes, do live game podcasting, which I don't really, I don't really listen to myself too much, uh, but I know some people really like it. So I hope you're one of those people. And if not, I'll see you in two weeks. If so, enjoy. This is a great episode, and I will talk to you all again next week. All right. So if you are not familiar with Fringeworthy, uh, Fringeworthy is a game that the setting that takes place um, it's earth a few years from today whatever day that is so in 10 years it'll be earth a few years from 10 years from now uh, mankind has discovered a portal system to an interdimensional gateway basically it's kind of like stargate meets sliders so you would slip through you go through a gate, much like you do on Stargate, but you go into this, uh, when you come out of the gate, you go into this portal system. So you're out on this big platform that's floating in space. So when you look up in the sky, you see stars, but you don't recognize any of them. They're, they, don't any, they don't match any star pattern that you would, that you would recognize. And it's a big, round portal. So imagine this thing, and you've got a portal that's about 50 feet tall, so it's about this big on the platform. You have four of them, and then there are eight smaller ones. 
So when you go out, when you step through one of the smaller ones, that will take you to a different place on Earth. If you go up through one of the big ones, that takes you to what are called the alternates. Same setup, except they're alternate versions of this Earth. So each one goes to an alternate version. And then you can go left or right, and you go to different alternates and different, what they call alternates and primes. So it's, you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to know that. The point of the matter is, basically, you can go to any setting you want to go to. So it's like a lot like rifts, in a way, except it's not on the same planet. Where this adventure is going to take place tonight, you're going to go to an alternate of Earth in the 40s, the late 40s, where Hitler has, he got the bomb first, and he won the war. And I'll, I'll, we'll get into that. I'll read the description and all that stuff when we get there. But basically, you guys are interdimensional travelers. You do not have the prime directive. That does not exist with Fringeworthy. IDED is the organization you work for, interdimensional exploration team. And they do get involved with places. And basically, a lot of times what they try to do is they try to set up a liaison with that world so that they can do trading and stuff like that. Because each one of these platforms is about 50 miles apart. So as they travel to these different places, they like to have friends because it's they're, without going into too much detail, it's really dangerous on the platforms and these different worlds and stuff, as you can imagine. So they like to have allies and friends and stuff like that. So let's say they drive out and they go 50 miles, they go to another platform, right? Well, now they're 50 miles from home in an interdimensional space area where anything could step through one of those portals. One of the key elements of the game is that there was a war thousand years ago with these people who created the portals and, and a whole bunch of nasty stuff and the portal system got shut down it got tied down really tight and one of the one of the uh, safety protocols that they put on there was is that only one in a hundred thousand people can step through the French portal and it's random there's no explanation as to who can and who can't that's why your characters are all over the board like you know uh, you're not gonna have a team full of uh, uh, seals go through it because you know you're not going to find a team full of seals that are all fringe worthy you know because it just randomly picks people it could be the cab driver down the street it could be the school teacher oh, as in I think you're playing uh, the yeah. Gary Oldman character yeah you're a high school teacher but you have some physics you know credit and you are fringe worthy so they're like we'll bring you in we'll train you we'll use whatever <coughs> skills you got so that's why your characters are kind of all over the board so uh, if you if you need any more explanation, I can give it to you. But otherwise, I think that's all you really need to know. Uh, when it comes to Savage Worlds, you're going to have stats that are dice. The higher the dice, the better. Same thing with skills. The higher the dice, the better. Uh, when you do a skill test, you're going to roll the, the skill die and a d6. And the reason why you roll a d6 is because you're a, what's called a wild card. You're a hero. Oh, yeah, let me get you. Um, and you take the highest of the two. And that's it. That's about as simple as it gets. A basic skill check is a four. So a four better is generally will get you success on anything that doesn't need a modifier. Uh, modifiers are generally like plus one or plus two, plus three in a really extreme case, or plus four is kind of like a super hard roll. So an eight or better is probably, you're generally not going to be asked for anything that high. Unless, of course, it's an opposed roll. So if you're trying to punch him, you guys roll against each other, and the highest one wins. That's it. Dice do explode. Other than that, we'll take care of everything else as we play. It's that simple of a system. We don't need to... I don't need to explain anything else to you. You'll get it within 15 minutes of playing. I'm also going to use these drama decks. Now, these, what this is is a, a set of cards that a buddy of mine, he, uh, he, he made these. They're on Kickstarter right now. These are the actual trial decks. So 
we're going to play with these. What these are, um, they're drama cards that will uh, affect games in the world that you're playing in. You each only get one, and you only get one to play for the whole evening. But that's because they can make major changes. Now, being that I haven't gone through this to take out the cards I don't want, we'll go through. And as I give you a card, if it's something I don't want to use tonight, I'll, I'll give you a different card. Uh, normally, what I would do is I would go through and pick out the cards I don't want in my game. You know, like things that are just like going to ruin the whole adventure. Because uh, there are cards like that. So, I'll just pass these out. That's got to be a misprint. <laughs> So, let's do this. There's all these blank cards. Alright. Yeah, I guess so. Alright, so. You can show them. I don't care. It's, they're not. They're not secrets. We're on the same team. Right, there we go. These are designed to work with any role-playing game whatsoever. And there's, as you can see, there are a few of them. Yeah. Alright, let's get started. I'll be using this in a little bit. Okay, and you each get, these are bennies. What they are, they let you do things like re-roll. So if you fumble or screw up or whatever, you can re-roll. You can also soak damage. So if you take damage and you don't really want to take that much damage, you can uh, spend one of those and it'll help you avoid, help you avoid taking the damage you took. Okay. Alright, so the scene opens with the team assembled in a meeting room. You're at the IDET base, and this base is in Antarctica. So it's uh it's it's like an alien base. So the, the people who built the portal system, they actually had a base in Antarctica that, that we discovered. And uh, that's that's where you are, and it's it's warm. You're not you're not freezing, so you're alright. Alright, so the scene opens with a team assembled in the meeting room. The commander has a screen up with pictures of several people in 1940s era clothing and several in Nazi uniforms. There is a map with a big red dot on it over Berlin. The commander says, What if 
Hitler got the bomb before the U.S. It's 1944 and Hitler's iron fist has a firm grip on the entirety of Europe. Pearl Harbor was never attacked and the U.S. entered the war far too late. Germany has developed the atomic bomb and has used it to paralyze the world into submission. Nations not under direct control of the Third Reich or their lapdogs in Japan and Italy are powerless to do anything for fear of another V2 A-bomb strike. New York, Moscow, and Beijing already lie in radioactive ruins as a sign of what happens to those who oppose the master race. All seems lost, but a new hope has arisen. French resistance spies have uncovered a vital secret. The Germans only have enough plutonium to power three bombs, and they only have one facility that can produce more plutonium. Best of all, the French resistance have found their secret location. Your team is being activated as an assault team to node 32 door 3. That doesn't mean... Okay. Don't worry about that. You don't have to write down. <laughs> A.K.A. Pulp Earth. <laughs> the mission is of great importance and is exceptionally dangerous. You will travel deep into German territory. You will then infiltrate a plutonium factory, liberate the scientists, steal the remaining plutonium, and destroy the factory. He changes the screen and a few more faces, half of which will have the designation MIA under them, and he will continue. This is not the first visit to this world. Six years ago, an exploration team was sent in to gather information. Shortly after arriving, they sent home one of their members to report. The rest of the team continued to survey. Upon reviewing the data, it was determined to be an exceptionally close alternate to Earth, only in the year 1938. Unfortunately, the only portal that was not locked down opened into Paris, France. Now what that means is, when these portals, they can be locked down with crystal keys. So it's like a, it looks like a four-sided, but it's a crystal, and there's like a pylon. You guys, Land of the Lost, remember Land of the Lost? Alright, so you remember those little pylons? Okay, well they, they have something like that, and you put a crystal into the pylon and you can control things. One of the things you can do is lock down the portal. By default, all portals are locked down. Every once in a while, as you're traveling the, the French path, you'll find portals that are open. That's the GM's tool to keep players on board and go where they need them to go instead of wandering off doing whatever. And then, you know, and the level of crystals, so their colors, so as the colors change, they get the higher security. So as the game master allows players, or allows the team to have higher level crystals, he opens up worlds to them because they can go and unlock them. Yeah, was there a rainbow one? That a rainbow is like yeah, the, the ultimate key. Yeah, that's the ultimate key. That opens anything. All right. So then, um, where was I? Okay. Um, it was quickly determined that first contact was of utmost importance. A first contact team was immediately sent to make contact with an effort to slow or stop World War II. This team was never heard from again. It was determined that something in the world had gone terribly wrong, and it is possible that the portal has been discovered by hostile elements. Yesterday, David Ferbert, I think it's you, right? Okay. Uh, David Ferbert, a member of the first contact team, walked through the Hatsumi portal with an incredible story of events. Hatsumi is the base you guys are in. When his team entered the portal, an explosion went off, killing everyone but him. However, he was so badly injured that he had been left for dead. He managed to crawl out of the cave and make it to the road. He was picked up by a French family who took him back to the farm and secretly nursed him back to health. He told the family who he was and where he was from. 
He made predictions about the world events that no one could have known, and the family came to believe him. They put him in contact with the French resistance. After working with them for several years, an opportunity finally presented itself that they were able to help him escape through the heavily guarded portal. As you can see, this mission is of utmost importance. IDET has the opportunity to shift the balance and put the Nazis on the defense. IDET High Command has decided to take this mission, take on this mission, out of a debt of obligation. It is possible, given the chain of events, that IDET has somehow interfered with this world's progression and possibly caused current events. The team is equipped with German uniforms and weapons, um, and nobody's playing Jenny, so that doesn't matter. Um, so this is the point where you have questions. If you have questions, he opens the floor to you guys. This is a, just a kind of a question in general. Mm -hmm. um, when you go through a portal, now some worlds have more than one portal. Uh, all right, if it's a prime, which is what you guys are on right now, it has eight portals into the world, and they go to different places on Earth. So there's like, um, on Earth now, I'm trying to remember, there's one in Antarctica, there's one in um, uh, New Zealand, there's one on Easter Island, uh, one in Russia. What's that? A fire one somewhere? A fire one? Oh, that's an alternate. Okay, so so you have you have that's your prime, right? Then you go up to your alternate, where it's alternate versions of Earth, and they can be all kinds of stuff. But the one you're talking about is it's an alternate where Earth has two suns, and you step out onto it, and basically it's you know 315 degrees with super high UV radiation, and people get burned. Um, now, if you look at the pylons, you know how to read them. They'll give you warning lights. So if you know what you're doing, you'll see it and you'll go, oh, I don't want to go in there. Uh, and sometimes they're faulty. That happens every once in a great while. It's very rare. But if a, if a portal's faulty, it may not be giving you the warning signs. You step through and you get screwed up anyway. Um, and they have all kinds of things. Like some, some of them are time, time distorted. So you step through and you can't actually go back through again for like three or four hours or six days or whatever. Um, or sometimes you'll go through, and you'll actually go through, and you'll wind up in someone else's body. You'll do like a quantum leap, like, like quantum leap type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is time flow the same? So if you go through a portal for an hour on the side you left from, you spend an hour on the side you go into, or can that vary? It, it can vary, but again, that's very rare. Generally, almost all the time, if you spend an hour in a world, it's an hour in every world. You know, if they're all, you know, it's, it's an hour here on Earth. So there's usually no time delay. And you would know on this world that's the case. This world, there's nothing wrong with the portal. It's a standard. You step through it. And this guy, because this guy, you, the character you're playing, David, has been there for years uh, before he made his escape. So he's very familiar with uh, how that portal works. So it's, it's fine. And then one last question about the portals. Can they be moved? Um, or are they permanent? Portals cannot be moved. But if... Unless, of course, well, hold on. Yes, I'm sorry. They can be moved, but it's very difficult. You have to have a crystal, and you have to know how to do it. You have to have the, the it's like a mental thing. You have to know how to move it, and you can only move it, you have to move it really slowly. But for the most part, they generally don't ever get moved. Uh, if a portal gets destroyed for some reason, like it's buried in like an earthquake or some earthquake opens and the portal drops down in, what will happen is a warp will appear. And a warp is basically it's a it's a it's a ring, but por like a portalless ring, and only French-worthy people can see it. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, we need to know who our our contact is. Okay. You uh, let's see. 
David is basically going to be the guy that's going to lead you back there. Just basically, just assume you know where it is and you know where you're going. So when you go through the portal, you're going to know where to go. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna come out of the portal in France, and you know where the French resistance is in France. You'll be able to get the team there. I already have maps prepared. Yeah, you're all good. Um, uh, da, 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 so yeah, there's that. Um, so I assume we'd have to have some sort of <laughs> protocols to deal with the plutonium when we get there, or that's where I think you're playing. Yeah. Who you you playing a Gary Oldman character? Yeah. yeah. That's pretty much why you're put on this team. <clears throat> you're the physicist um, and you've been schooled up on how to handle plutonium and they actually give you I think you have it on your character sheet they've given you a container to put it in Okay. and you know how to do it safely Okay. and you also know that you don't want anyone else touching it because none of these cats would have any idea how to handle plutonium or, okay um, what's that? only if we shoot it now who's playing the major jack? Willis, okay, you're the, Fontaine's purpose is you're the commander of this mission, and you guys all, this is a, IDED is basically a military organization, it's run by the UN, you guys are all, I mean, just think of it as a military, he's the boss, so you're in control of the mission, and you guys generally, I mean, we're, we're role playing, so you can do whatever, but generally you follow what he says to do. Is there a specific number of scientists we're supposed to liberate? Three. And do we bring them back here? Yes. Or do we? Well, you'll take them... <clears throat> You're being given instruction. There's a um, uh, off the coast of Germany in uh, that's Norway. There's a, a place that you're supposed to try and get to, okay. and you you know where it is. Um, it's the three scientists. It's uh, um, Einstein, Fermi, and Oppenheimer. And where's the facility? Do we know? It's in Berlin. It's in Berlin. Yeah, so you'll be going to Berlin. Now, one other thing you need to know about the French pass, uh, when you go through a portal, you speak, you are, you're, you're granted whatever language is the primary language in that region. So when you come through, you'll be speaking French because it opens up into France. Okay. So um, those of you that know German will be able to speak German. Those of you that don't will not be speaking any German. And how are we going to destroy the facility? Yeah, some, somebody's got something to If you look on your that. characters, you have some C4. You got a little bit of C4. Um, it's probably not enough to destroy the facility, so you may have to improvise when you get there. Okay. Do we have the, per the press? The professor probably know the correct equipment that we could destroy to at least maybe not you know bring the whole building down, but. We could damage uh, the, uh, the centrifuges and yeah, whatever they're using to, to refine the plutonium into uh, into a bomb. If they only have enough for three, I mean, it's one facility and it's produced that much right. physical material. I'd imagine that you know, if we could, like you say, the centrifuges are some critical part, we could find it and destroy that. Yep. Um, do we have a are we up against the clock on this? Do we have a time frame or? Um. I mean, we don't have any reports that they're planning on moving no. plutonium or anything like that. No, okay. no. You have um, the intelligence that you've brought back. You have you you have locations. You have all this stuff. Uh, the only the only real time limit you have is that when you guys get to France, um, you, when you get to the town, you're going to meet up with uh, a, a girl named Sophie, and um, she is uh, she has gotten herself mixed in with. Um, the German commander at the facility where they are, they have the bomb and all this stuff. So she is his um, 
you know, she's undercover, but she's his lover, basically. Um, she is on vacation in she's on vacation in France, so she can't stick around forever. She's got to get back before too long. Um, she's not on a critical deadline, but if she's gone too long, it'll be suspicious. We're gonna uh, travel with her back to Berlin. Yes, she's gonna she's gonna get you guys back to Berlin. All right. At least that's the plan to date, as you know it. Um, is there anything else you need to know about that? Uh, no, I think it's it. All right. Well, I guess. Uh, oh, one more thing. There is one more thing that you know. Um, I don't, don't want to jump the gun. Hold on, give me one second. Okay, that, that'll come up in the next... I'll, when I read this next part, you'll get that piece of information. Alright, well, uh, I guess uh, everybody knows the mission. Let's uh, gear up, get some rest, and... Well, you're all rested. They're ready to send oh, you out. This, so, this is a morning briefing. Okay. You're ready to go. Well, then, let's go. Alright. Um, yeah, you guys are basically in German uniforms, and you have German weapons. Do I have a specific rank? It just says German officer's uniform. Is like a major, uh, captain, colonel, captain. field marshal? I, I, I forget what the German... The Germans, they actually have their own ranks during yeah. World War II. Uh, you're essentially a captain. Okay. And you guys are all basically just soldiers. Um, it won't be important. <laughs> so. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, one, more, one more piece of information you know is that the Germans know that this portal's here. They've discovered it. They know there's some kind of weird alien technology. Um, it used to be in a cave, but they've actually dug the cave out from around the portal because it was only like 10 feet into the cave. Um, and they have – there's an encampment there, and that's how you got in. The French resistance caused a uh, – they made a distraction. You slipped in. But you know that that, that encampment's still there. When you guys come out, you're going to be coming out into a hot situation. The Germans have not been able to get through this portal yet. They haven't been able to figure it out, and you know that much. So when you guys come through the portal, they're going to know you don't belong. Even though, even though you're in German uniforms, they're going to know that you're not one of them. So that's just a little heads up on that. And you know you're going to be stepping right into the encampment. So you're going to be going in pretty hot. Everything we have on us will make it through? Yes. Okay. Everything you're wearing will make it through. So it spins up on the other side or something to warm. It doesn't do that. No, no, no. It's not. It, it's not like Stargate in that faction, uh, or in that in that facet. Um, when you step through, nothing happens. You just step through. Okay. So there's no like. It doesn't light up. It doesn't. It doesn't do any kind of like pulling effect or anything like that. You just kind of step out. Yeah. Now you can't see through portals either. Portals are just this, this flat black surface. So it's like looking at a monitor that's turned off. All right. Oh, and once you start through, that's it. You go through. Like if you touch it with your finger, you get you go you you go through. Unless of course somebody cut your hand off or something. <laughs> oh, yikes. Um, then part of you goes through. Yeah, that part of you goes right. through. Oh, and you can't bring anybody through or any yeah you can't bring any living thing through that's not fringeworthy. So if somebody's not fringeworthy, you can't take them through the portal. They just won't go. Even if you pick them up. You'll walk through, and they won't be with you. Okay. They won't die. They just won't be with you. Okay, you guys ready? Yeah. All right. It's uh, scene two, Paris in the spring. Uh, David will accompany the party, which shall allow a relatively, which shall 
uh, allow entry in a relatively safe manner. The Nazis have no crystal. I already told you that. Uh, the door remains locked. Okay, that's right. I forgot. The door is locked. When you came through, you locked it behind you. Um, so when you go there, you're going to have to unlock it, which is no big deal. Um, Alright, so entry will be dicey, but the team will have the advantage. They will know that there is a squad assigned to watch the portal, but they will not know the configuration or the number of guards. So you guys don't know how many people are there, but you know, there's some, you know there are people there. Because uh, you slipped in in the middle of the night in the midst of a major distraction. You do know there are at least six guards stationed at this post, probably more. And that's all you know at the moment. So you guys are standing at the portal. You've unlocked it. Um, I've got a Luger, so of course that'll be drawn. Okay. Uh, I can go through first, just to, uh, I've got a uh, fairly decent stealth. I can try to uh, get in a few seconds, you know, just a little bit ahead of everyone. Just to try to uh, get through. I will tell you that they are camped right there. Okay. They're literally like camped in front of this thing. Can you throw anything through it? Oh, you sure can. You, I just noticed that yes, you had I a couple of hand grenades there. Uh, Mr. Jones, I see you have a couple of grenades on your belt. Yeah. Would you like to get the party started? That would at least provide some sort of distraction, yes. I suppose, yeah, if there's something so. else. <coughs> Couldn't we ask um, high command for a large cannon? <laughs> <laughs> Put the barrel Like a fringe-worthy tank? Yeah. yeah. No, uh, I don't know, I think that might... You want both well, I, hate the, I, I hate the idea of, though, of our, uh, any, any of my friends in the French Resistance actually successfully overpowered the Germans oh. and be there and we throw grenades through. Probably not the case, but it is a possibility. I'm standing in the back reading my uh, seven days to good German. These guys are. Well, I just don't know how far to throw it to medium burst. Medium burst is going through and guns blazing. Go through guns blazing instead. That way. All right. You don't waste them if I can't throw them as far as. Uh, well, you've got automatic. Yeah, I got my MP, SMG. Well, ready to go. You get to go first. All right. I also have machine gun grenades. Okay. Now the portal is wide enough that the four of you could go through at one time. You don't have to go through one at a time. All right. Let's. I think that might be a good idea. Get everybody through at the same time. The teacher room. Yep. Okay. I have a machine gun. Well, all right, let's go. <laughs> all right, so you guys are going to go. In, you guys are going to go in hot. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. I do not. Well, I could do initiative. Yeah, I'll do initiative. What the hell? Um, so hold on. Let me see. Um, so I have a Remy, right? Somebody's playing Remy? No, nobody's playing Remy. Okay. So I have to count for him. I got a. I got Tommy. That's me. That's you. You're David. You're Jack. She's not here. You're in. Okay. So. This is helps me keep track of things being this. Like we should have been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's badass actually. All right, so Tommy, you got an ace. 
David, you got a seven. Jack, you got a five. Jim, you got an ace. All right, so uh, it's clubs, diamond. It's in reverse order, so you go first. So what do I see when I step through? Ah, all right, so you step through. So this is the cave wall sort of thing. Here's the... This is the ramp that you come down. Okay. okay. Across from the ramp, this is probably about 30 feet. There's a fire right here. There is a guy sitting here, a guy sitting here, and a guy sitting here. Okay. All right. Um, there are, from what you can see at first glance, there are some tents right here. Now this is this is not to scale. This is just, and we're not going to worry about that. I'm not doing figures or anything. This is very schematic. You know, you tell me you're running over here. I'll let you know when you get there. Um, and right, and there's two tents over here. Hey Bruce, what's up? Okay. Okay. Oh no, I'm running a game right now. That's okay, no problem. Uh, ten o'clock. Okay. All right, Bruce. Talk to you later. Bye. Okay. Sorry. That was my other Savage Worlds guy. All right, so. Any um, uh, cover that I can dive oh, behind? Oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, there's two guys over here talking, uh, and there's a guy here, and we'll just do this with a German Shepherd. That's what you see at the moment. Okay. All right, well, let's do – let's put you one, two, three, four. Okay? Gotcha. So we'll do four, three, two – let's say you just came through like that just to keep it easy. Um, I'll do automatic fire on the uh, the three around the fire. Okay, so what you do is you take your wild die, which is a D6. Uh, what's your shooting skill? D6. All right, so then take uh, two more D6. Yeah, so and rate then, of fire is three. So do rate I. of fire is three. Now, you don't have rock and roll, so you're going to take minus two to all of these. Right. But basically, mm. you're going to roll it, and you're going to take your best three. But do I do three dice? And then the wild die? Yeah, it's uh, just it's, let me know just which one's the wild die. Okay, the red one's all right. It's red one's wild die. So then just go ahead and roll those and you take your top three. Okay. Oh, wow. No good at all. Nope. Now, if you want to spend a Benny, you could re roll the whole that. thing. I'm going to do right. that. There you go. Now we're talking. Damn. All right. So 14, three, and a two. So. You got one hit. 14 with a, that's a hit with a raise. All right, where do you want it to hit? We'll just start with the guy all the way on the left. Say it was the first one. All right. Moving left to right, that's the first guy I hit. Sounds good to me. All right, so. The damage on that is 2d6 minus 1, and then I add a d6 for being. Did you have two raises or one? I had two, but you only get one d6, right? Or you play two. No, I, I, I go with whatever wow. you get. Okay, so. Well, it depends what their, uh, well, the target number is for, so yeah. Absolutely. Yep, target numbers. And they actually, you got the drop one. Actually, you know what? Um, you had a three in there too, didn't you? Yes, that'd be plus four. So, so you've got this guy too. Okay. But the drop is plus two. Okay. So you got this guy with a with two raises and this guy which is a standard hit. Okay. So this is the first one with raises. That's twelve. 
Uh, 14, 16, 19, 24. He is a dead man. Second one is without raises, so it's just 2d6 minus 1. And that is 9, 14. He's a hell of a physics teacher. Yeah. He's applying physics. <laughs> where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Ah, here we go. How much was it? 14. 14. Damn. All right, you took him out. Just so you know, that was uh, an SS officer. He's he had the the SS hat on. So you dropped those two guys. Bullet in motion tends to stay in motion. Yep. All right, so unless acted upon by an SS officer. So you, oh, so you're out. Okay, and then we go to Tommy. Uh, I want to use my SMG as well. Three shots, one into the dog, and two into the guy. Okay. Uh, and I'm not sure how many dice I roll. Uh, you're gonna roll a D6, uh, and you're doing you're doing what you say doing three shots. Yep. Uh, so same thing he did. Uh, what's your level in um, firearms? I don't know. Shooting says D6. D6. Okay, so you're gonna roll uh, 46. Now you're not gonna get a minus two because I think you have rock and roll. Yep. Do you get the drop on them though too? You do get the drop, so you're going to be adding two to this. Adding two to the numbers I roll? Yes. Okay. So you're going to take your top three, and you're going to add two to each one. Okay. Should I roll on top of this because I've got two different targets? Nah, just roll them all at one time. You only get one wild card. Yeah. Oh yeah, so whatever you're Seven, wild. I guess, a six and a five. Roll that six again. Yeah, roll the six again. It's a, it's a, I was adding two to it. Oh, you're adding so, two to it. Yeah. So you got, what'd you get? Five, four, and three. Five, four. Okay, so you, I'm sorry, what was your totals? Uh, if I'm adding two, yep, go ahead. seven, six, five. All right, so all three hit. <clears throat> so let's see, that's... Um, hold on. 6 minus one damage. Do you have to keep pretty close track of ammo? Um, I'm not really sweating it. When you guys think you've run out, you can tell me you run out. I'm, I'm not. Normally, I might, but it's pulp. It's a con game. I give a shit. Let's, go. <laughs> Let's just have some fun with it. Just like to check. Yeah. You do run out of grenades. I would like. I would like you to keep track of your grenades. That would be. That would be good for me. Ah, there it is. Okay. Okay. So let's start with the. Um, we'll do the first one for the uh, the Nazi soldier. Okay. And it's just going to be two d six minus one, so I can give me a raise. Okay. Yep. Ten, eleven. Oh, I mean, no, you don't reroll sixes on the damage. Damage. Okay. Then ten, eleven. Uh, ten minus one nine for the first shot. Okay. Second one would be four points. Okay, four points. Okay, and then the third one? And the dog would be eight. Oh, you put two into him? Yeah, two into the guy and one okay. into the dog. Okay, and one into the dog. How much is the damage to the dog? Uh, eight. Eight, 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 eight. Okay. All right, that's called, sh I don't know, if you, you played Savage Worlds, you familiar with it? Uh, that's shaken. Shaken means okay. he's not dead, but he's he can't do anything until he recovers. Okay. So, so you it's, don't, he's you injured. Don't explode damage. No, you have to have um, you have to have. Uh, I don't think I explode. Do we explode damage? I don't remember that. Hold on. There we go. We've hit the first thing that I don't remember. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's fine. It's fine. I, 
I'll look I ran into this in my game recently, and you do have to, uh, you do explode it. I mean, if you have you somebody might. with both of them, like you somebody might. had a toughness of ten, and you had I think, a weapon yeah, that you might be right. You never you never get a chance to hit him no matter what. You might be right. Let me look this up real quick. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's no, no. It's not your fault. It's mine. I should have checked up on this. I reread over this stuff, and I didn't, I didn't read every single thing. And I've been really busy since I got my first time at Gen Con. So. Oh, sure. So I was. I, I've been sort of a little overwhelmed, and I'm like, the game came up, and I was like, oh crap! I forgot to read about a couple things. So. What I remember, you do explode damage, but you can't bend damage. That's exactly. it. Exactly. That's what it is. Exactly so right. go ahead, go ahead and roll your explosion. I discovered that after so I ran my first game. Yeah, you're my right. first okay, so savage roll game for the guy ever. So the guy got uh, six, twelve, and another six. And another six. Oh, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> the dog got three more. So it was three more. So I think he did eleven all together. Yeah, that. Eleven, so I did. eleven, eleven, eleven. Okay, he's still shaking. That that wasn't enough to take <clears> him out. Okay. Um. The Germans train their dogs in English? <laughs> Maybe. Um, no, they probably don't. I know German. It's, it's Schutzen. All right, so, David, you're up. Let's see. Let's, uh, well, since we seem to all be kind of taking different areas, when I'm able to reach uh, that group over there by the tents, or is that... You don't have to move. You can, you can fire from right where you are. Okay. Everybody's in range. Then that's what I will do. Uh, I'm, I guess it'll be a similar attack at an MP40 with a three rate of fire. Yep. So I take three dice. Four, because you got Four. your wild die. Okay, uh, the green will be the wild. Okay, and then um, you're going to be minus two on each one of these. Right. Okay. Oh, I mean, no. Negate the minus two in your case because you got the drop. So just give me whatever your roll is. Okay. Well, I've only got I got a four. So I've got, I think. Uh, right. So you got one hit. So I got one hit. So you were fine at these guys, right? Yep. Okay. So we'll just start with that guy. Sure. So I'll get two d six minus one. Two six. We roll that one. Yep. Twelve. Oh my god. You're making a count. 14. Minus 1. 13. Yep. Alright. That takes him out. Alright. And then Jack, you're up. Uh, I have a Luger. Rate of fire 1. My shooting was 6. So I get a regular one and a wild one? Yep. Okay, the blue one is wild. And you're just at straight plus two. So I got a four. So it's a six. So that's a definite hit. hit. All right, and then it does 2d6 minus one. Okay. So seven. Okay, that's not enough to do anything to him. So, I mean, it hit. Did some damage, whatever. He's it wasn't enough to make him do anything really. So that's it for that round. Next round. Wait a minute. Doing that. I want to do that. I always do that. All right. So Tommy, David, Jack, Jim. This is not good for you guys. Three, and then the enemy. 
All right, let's start with uh, David. We no longer—you guys no longer have the drop. And the soldiers are going for their weapons. Um. Yeah. All right. That's fine. Go ahead. Okay. So if they no longer have the drop, then I'm going to have a minus two to shooting. You have a minus two for if you're going to do automatic. You can just fire one shot out of that okay. gun too. Okay. Then. Uh, that is uh, what I will do. Um, is that just the dog that's shaking? That's the dog. That's an officer, and that's a soldier. Uh, let's. If I see that, if I can recognize that guy as an officer from my previous experience, oh, sure. I'm going to shoot at the officer. It's pretty. He's sitting right in front of a fire. It's pretty. You can sure. you can see him very clearly. I will shoot at the officer. So I just roll one d six with the bonus. Yep. And just take your highest. So, uh, three is the highest. And that's a miss. Yep. Alright, um, let me go to Jim. Yeah, I will go ahead and try to shoot that officer at the, at the fire. Okay. Uh, so, let's see. Sorry, I just want to make sure I got the right thing. Yep. All right, four. Is a hit? Uh, four hits, yep. 12 minus one, 11. 11. So that is... He is shaking. Okay. All right, now the enemy goes. Okay, so... At each one of these tents, a guy comes out. Um, guy comes into view here with a dog. Another guy over here comes into view with a dog. And you hear something, a vehicle, some kind of vehicle start up over here. We're sitting ducks here, sir. Like a, like a truck, not like a tank. Or no, sounds actually sounds more like you don't even have to make a perception roll for this. Sounds like a motorcycle. That's right, not a truck, a motorcycle. Um, and that's it. And, and uh, oh, wait a minute, shaking, right? I get to uh, I get to try and recover. So who's shaking? I got a dog. Let's do the dog. He recovers, and then. Regular, standard. Um, he recovers. That's a dog. This is the guy that was shaking. Oh, he was shaking too. Oh, wait, no, that's so you're right. Just came in. That's so right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Pardon, pardon me. Uh, he recovers. And then this guy here. That guy's got a dog. Yeah, he, He's got a dog. Oh, shit. Nobody else. That's it, right. Yeah, that's it. Sorry. My bad. Okay. Um, that's all they can really do. They're like unshaking, pulling weapons, getting ready. Um, so then we go to hearts, clubs, hearts. Jack. Um, just so you know, anybody in here is basically within charging distance if you run. 
And you guys have no cover at the moment. Right, that's what, uh, we need to get out this platform and and try to, there's not really a whole lot of cover. I mean, right you're, you're a military guy. If a grenade went right here, you're all taking it. Right. Um, we'll have to, we'll have to get out the platform, so I'm going to, uh, so you said anybody in that first row is charged? Yeah, any, anyone around here, you can reach. I'm going to. Uh, charge right. Okay. And. Uh, I actually got my knife. Okay. So I have a knife fighter and improved knife fighter. Yep. And a custom fighting knife. Yep. And. You got quick draw too. Yeah, I do. So, that's my fighting. I use fighting skill for now. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay, and it's D8 plus 2. Yep. So, D8 and a D6 plus 2. A 3. Plus 2 is a 5. So, that All should right. be a hit. Uh, hold on. No, because he gets his parry. Uh, <laughs> Well, I'm a plus two, so that five is a seven, and that three. Okay, so you five. get a seven. Oh no, seven's different. All right, yeah, you're gonna hit with that. So go ahead and uh, you, you you run up on him, yank your knife out, and stick him. D six plus D four plus two. Yep. And what's AP? That's armor piercing. So if he has any armor, it'll ignore that much armor. So. Ooh, that explodes. This explodes. Eight. Nine, ten, eleven. Okay, that's eleven. Um, and it does it have AP? You said yes. AP of two. Okay. Actually, know what I'm gonna do. Because I keep getting confused with that. I keep confusing them with the dogs. Oh, it's Let me get this. It'll be easier for me to keep track of. All right, he's shaking. All right. Um, Tommy. What kind of uh, modifier am I going to take if I decide to throw a grenade somewhere in this area? No modifier. And... Uh, Throw a roll for that. Uh, it's gonna be throw. So throwing D four and a D six. So I will attempt to throw a grenade here and hopefully wipe all those guys out. Yeah, no problem. Uh, four. Four will do it. Uh, so roll your damage. Now normally I could do like a dodge for them. Or I ain't gonna worry about it. 15, 21, 28, 29, 27. All right. This tent is very messy at the moment. Boom! And some of the platform. You got a... got some dog on you. You got some dog on you, yeah. All right. Next round. Oh, I didn't want to put it towards where I was going. I was going to tell me to do the left side. So. 
Ugh, not good for you guys. It's okay. All right, so these guys go first. So they are going to move up and take positions. One, two, one, two. This guy moves over here. All right. This guy lets his dog go. So the dog is going to charge Jim. Um, this guy's going to try and shake. Okay. German Shepherd. That's true. A trained. German Shepherd. Germans want to attack Germans. Yeah. Alright, so this guy's going to open fire on the two of you. This guy's going to open fire on the two of you. Um, tell you what, actually, this guy's going to move up. Okay. Alright. I have a helmet, so I'm. Helmet your head. I will be fine. All right. Um, first one at. Uh, I'm gonna say. Who's one and two? Tommy and David. All right, so I'm going to say for the first shot, I'll hell with it. Three shots on you, three shots on you. It just makes it easier that way. Yeah. So I'll handle you first. I'm very sorry, That's promising. You got missed. See the helmet. David? Um, you're actually going to get hit with three of them. That's why I'm wearing Kevlar. Yes, you do have armor. Unlike these guys. All right, so 2d8 minus 1. Oh, wait. Uh, oh, they got rock and roll. That's right. So five points of damage. So knock off your armor. What is your Kevlar? Two. Two. It says that would be three points of damage. Your toughness eats it, so you're good. Seven and six is uh, uh, thirteen. So thirteen minus two is eleven. What's your toughness? Five. So you're gonna take one box. So that's uh, where your damage is. No, it's right there. Where your um, wounds? Yeah, where it says wounds. That minus one, just circle that. That's where you are currently. Unless you want to use a benny, right? Yeah, soak that. You could use a benny to soak that. Do you want to do that? All right. What I'm going to basically do is, if you spend a bini, automatically soak one wound. I'm not going to worry about it. Don't have to roll. So just go ahead and erase that. <clears throat> Normally, what you do is you would roll. You'd roll your vigor and, and see how many you can soak. But being that you only have one and you're spending a bini, I'm just going to say you soaked one. And then the last one. It's eight minus two is six. Your toughness is. You're fine. <clears throat> All right. Uh, that's those two. Um, the dog. Okay, so I'm gonna do number four. That is Jim. The dog attacks. That's gonna be. Perry's five. Perry's a five. Okay, so. Ooh. 
So that's 11. So he's going to hit um, with a raise. Yes. He's, um, is my armor calculated into my uh, toughness on the sheet? No, it is not. So that you get you get above and beyond. So your armor is what? Eight. 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 My toughness is six plus cover oh. vest. Oh, okay. That's right. two. All right, gotcha. Doesn't get through. All right, so he's biting on to you. <laughs> um, and then Jack. Um, you have two off two. Uh, well, you got an officer on you and a regular guy. So, um, let's see. You came at him with a knife. He's got. He's engaged with a knife right now. So he's gonna. He's gonna try and butt stroke you with his gun. So that's D six. I got block and parry. Okay. What's your what's your parry? It's uh there's a slash. Okay. It's plus one plus three and the mod and A V is seven slash nine. Let me see it's your A V, it's whatever your last number is. Uh it's seven slash nine. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, if you're parrying with your knife. Yes, so right. he's coming at you with the gun and you're blocking. Yep. Okay, so that's nine. So I got an eight. He is still going to hit our critical. So um, it's going to do this. It's not going to get through. It's only four points. So he hits you, but it just kind of bruises you. Uh, and then the other guy, he's going to um, he's gonna try and grapple you. So he... He's going to come over with his gun and try and put it around you to hold you in place. So that is standard Nazi soldier. So that is D6. And he's just a mook, so he doesn't have as good a chance. No, no chance. You just you kind of sidestep that. Um, all right, that's their turn. So we go to David. Hey, okay, those guys shot at me. Yeah. I'm gonna have to throw a grenade at him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got angry. My throwing is eight. And a D. Don't forget your D six. Oh, that's right. Um, so it'll be a uh, hit with the throw, and I rolled a four on the wild. Is that? It does. It's whatever your highest is. Yeah. Uh, seven. So that'll. So seven hits. That lands there. So roll your grenade damage. Uh, the grenade damage is three six minus two. Oh wow. All right, so it um, it hit, I'm gonna say it hits, and uh, when it hit the ground, it it, it uh, it hit the ground here and just rolled past them to where the tent was, and uh, when it blew up, it uh, it it uh, the tent absorbed a lot of the shrapnel and stuff. So they they kind of moved forward and got a lot of dirt and shit on them and uh, probably some cuts and stuff. But they're in all intents and purposes, they're fine. So we go to Tommy. I will try to throw a grenade at those two guys. Okay, so another grenade. It's like... Throwing was a D4. No, you do guys know you get, you've been given all period equipment, so you're actually throwing pineapples. Yeah. Okay. Uh, four. Well, it's going to explode. Five. Five. All right, that'll hit. Twelve, ten. 10 points, okay. Um, these are standards. These are 10 points. 
Alright, so you shook both of them. So they, what I'm going to say is, uh, it landed and uh, they were like going forward and then it blew up and it blew them back. And um, they're trying to dodge you up. They're actually kind of wrapped up in, in all the tent debris and shit for the moment. Alright. So we go to Jim. Three round burst in the dog <clears throat> that's attached to me here. Okay. Uh, four, four, and five. All right, now you don't have rock and roll. So that's minus two, so yep. none of them hit. No, he, he's on your, like, <laughs> it kind of goes over his head. Yeah. I'm not going to bet any of that. Okay. Point blank bonfire or anything? Well, him or? you could. <laughs> he just put the gun up against him, but then the dog, like, kind of pulled his arm and he shot over him. All right, so Jack. Um, do you guys think there's any benefit in trying to grab the officer? You got two guys against you right now. You really yeah, probably don't want to grab a hold of somebody. I'm going to, uh, I'm going for the officer. Okay. Knife. All right. Fighting D eight plus two. Five, six, seven. That's a hit. Alright. My knife does D six plus D four. Plus, plus two. two. Okay. So that's nine. Ten plus two, eleven, twelve. Okay. So twelve, 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 twelve. <laughs> All right, you cut him. You've shaken him again. All right. Uh, we surrender in German. Wait, a minute, what? I'll say we surrender in German. <laughs> I'm lying. I got you. No, no, I'm, I'm following. I'm following what you're doing. Okay. All right. So we go into the next round. I will. I'll let you know what happens with that. All right, if you notice, I'm not pulling a card for them. You don't have the drop, but they won't be able to do anything this round. So you don't get the plus two for the drop, but they, whatever you guys do, they cannot respond this round because they all... Um, the only thing I can do is I can let them unshake, but that's it. Uh, they start to... Um, uh, not lower their weapons, but they're not going to be firing. They're just kind of like, they're kind of like, all right, line up, kind of just kind of thing. So, um, you're first. Actually, you know, I will pull this just to see when I. I need the dogs on me, right? Yeah, the dog. Um, yeah, they say they they they'll they like out on the dog. Gets back and it's just like, um, so yeah, they they give him a, a command to uh, to stop attacking you and he does, because uh, that's, that's the way that card works. Boy, they're gonna be surprised. All right, yeah. so I did I did pull an ace for them, so they will get the chance to unshake before you guys get to do anything. But that's all they can do this round. So. All right, so nobody's unshaking. So these guys are still like fumbling around in the shit. Um, but one other thing, you do see another guy with another dog. Um, oh, and uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's funny that you would play, no, it's funny that you would play this this second. So the guy, just then a guy was pulling out on a motorcycle, right? 
but he stops. Normally he'd be taking off right now, but since you played that card, he stopped. <clears throat> so it is uh, David, your first. You can you can stall. You can wait. Like if you want to see what he says to do or whatever, you can always do that. I would, uh, you know, should get off the platform. Well, that would be your turn. But right. are you going to wait till after to see what he does, or are you going to go ahead and shoot? Or well, I don't quite know what he's up to, so I'm a little confused. Do you speak right German? Now. Do you speak German? Yeah, yeah. you oh, do. Okay. Oh, yeah, you heard him say, "We surrender." Right I'm now, you what? now one thing you do well that could confuse you, right? right? When you know he's not in charge, it's not. It wouldn't be his place to say I surrender. But he seems to have stunned them, like basically. Right. Uh, I. You can wait. Yeah. If you want to hold. Yeah. Burn yeah. it. All right. So Jack, you're up. Um. So I, what I mean, what what are my actions I can do? Can you combine movement and attack? Can you? Yeah, basically, um, if I say you can move somewhere, don't even worry about it. You can move there. Um, uh, I mean, you got these two guys right in front of you, and yeah, they're both I know just. I have to fight them, but I'm just wondering what. Uh, well, I'm gonna shout um, for these guys to to get cover and get off the platform. Okay. Because they're, I mean, they're sitting ducks right now. Right, that's fine. You can do that. You want to do an action and as well? Yeah, I'm going to also. Uh, I'm going to try to finish off the officer. Okay, good move. An uh, eight. That definitely hits. And six plus two eight. And that explodes. Oh, that, that, right, that you would explodes. roll an extra. You'd actually roll an extra d6 too, because you rolled an eight on your attack die, didn't you? It was a, with a plus. I got. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I had trouble seeing it. So nine, and it's armor piercing a two. Okay, nine. Yeah. Right. right. So there's that. Nine. All right. Yep. You finished him off. <laughs> you stab him right in the chest, and he's like, ah! falls back. Um. All right, well, you just, this is your opportunity. You did see it. He didn't stop. He, he hasn't, he's like, he's like, get off the platform. Doosh. Well, let's get off the platform then. Uh, All right, where are you headed? Let's move over to the single guy. Here? Yeah. All right. And, uh, Do you want to get to melee range or you just kind of want to get over here? I'm getting over there. Here's good? Yeah. And right. then uh, I'll put a round in them. Okay. So. Actually, I'm going to have to shuffle this because I pulled a joker that one. Well, the wild card. Okay. So six. So now. Roll again. Was that another six? No, that was a five. Okay, so six and five, that's eleven. Okay. Alright, so that's uh that's a hit with a raise. Okay, so now I roll three for damage. Mm-hmm. It's two D six minus one, but you get you get an extra die because of the raise. 
Okay. Holy crap. Okay. So that's 11. That's 16. Uh, 15. And they're AP2. Yep. So that takes him out. Nice. All right, so we go to Jim. No, uh, diamonds, clubs. Yeah, we go to Tommy. I'll get off the platform, and I want to try to take three shots at that guy. All right, so you want to get, like, here, maybe? Okay. That sounds good. Okay. Seven. One explosion of five. Seven and five. Oh, yes, two hits. So the first, roll them separate or all together? You roll them separate. Uh, six, five points. Okay. AP2 with the first one. And five points AP2 with the second one. Okay. Uh, they both hit, but they don't do enough to take them out. Okay. <coughs> all right. So uh, we go to Jim. One shot at this dog. Okay. There you go. Seven. Seven. Dog, dog, dog. I think it's just a regular hit. Yeah, it's going to be a regular hit. 11, 15. Yeah, he's done. Minus one, 14. Yeah, he's done. All right. Um, actually, I pulled a joker before. Usually when you pull a joker, you should reshuffle. So. Got that monkey up your back. Looking for some good cards here. Get rid of that guy more, sir. Get a friend. Oh, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta come to the table and just lay it off there. <laughs> Not anytime soon, I'm not. <laughs> oh. Still pretty good. Yeah. All right, so we start with David. Actually, I played Phoenix. Phoenix, where I ran it. No. Yes, yes, I'm sorry. David, right? Yeah. Uh, So I can get a shot at the motorcycle. Uh, the guy riding the motorcycle. Okay. He can move up over towards me. All right, yeah. so, so you I'm gonna move up and towards number three. Maybe yeah. Probably here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Since you're, well, you have armor. Yep. Okay. And I'll take a shot. All right. Motorcycle rider. And not really do a lot. Okay. So you move up and. Misses. All right. Um, was you? Uh, so we go to Jack. Jack has got a taste for blood, so he's going to use his knife and go after the other jerk. Okay. 2D8 or D8 plus 2. So a 4. <coughs> that is going to miss. All right, so we go to Jim. Okay, I'm going to finally get off that platform. Okay. <laughs> Where are you headed? Uh, there's no cover, is there? Yeah, you could jump to the side of this platform and take cover. Okay, I'm going to Because it goes that. up like a ramp. Yeah, I'm gonna do, since nobody else is here either, I'm, we're not a great no. target. So 
I'll jump over the edge and then I'll try to. So you're kind of squatting down and yeah. using the ramp as cover. Exactly. All right, that's a good idea. And I'll try to shoot. Uh, I'll try to burst into those uh, those two. Okay, so like two and one. Yeah, two okay. and one. Probably missable. Okay, no hits. Okay. Um, Covering fire. Though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I will say, let's see. We go to go to these guys. So I'm gonna try and recover. He recovers. He does not. All right. So. Uh, I don't think you'll be able to do this gross attack. All right, so. <laughs> These two are each going to shoot at you. Um, this guy lets his dog go. Six of them are on you. And this guy recovered, but he can't do anything this round. Uh, this guy's still shaking. And the motorcycle guy. Starts to pull off. So I'm going to put him. I'll put him right there. Alright, so let's start with the dog. He gets D8. What's your, um. Tommy, what's your, uh, Perry? Perry's a nine? What's a plus two coming from? Oh. That's where it's coming from. No, he has uh, he has improved block. So you take your... That dog comes up and you take your gun and you go like this and he bites onto the gun. He's like... Arr, arr, arr. So I'm going to say until you... Uh, I'm going to say he grappled your gun. Basically, he used that to parry his, his attack. Okay. So... Because otherwise, it, parry is done with your arm. So if you're doing a parry, yeah. So um, uh, la, 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 la. that was that. That. All right, those two guys are gonna shoot at you. I was forgetting before early on, I was rolling these guys like they're wild cards, getting a wild die, and they don't they don't get a wild die. The only guy that gets a wild die is this guy right here. No, no, you killed that guy. Yeah, I killed Nobody nobody gets a wild die anymore. I love how you did initiative. I like that. What's that? Oh, this? Yeah, this is, uh, this is this is a con thing. This can like with my group at home. I don't generally have to do this because I know everybody. But like to keep track of all you guys, it's it's impossible because I can't. Who are you playing again? Yeah, I can't remember that. So I, I put this up, and this this has really worked very well for me. I'm GM in a group. Of, it's a big group. It's like nine players. Yeah. And we hand out the cards, and they they hide them. Yeah. And you can't see them. Right. So I started doing a countdown, but that's kind of clumsy. Right. But that would be cool because you could lay it all out here and then, then they don't get them and shuffle them in their papers. And right. And then I, the notes that I need to know about each of you, I put under each character. Like that, that two cards. Yeah. Perfect. Yep. Because uh, con, especially the player, forget, will forget to say that. I would for, and I would forget it. Don't so, yeah. So, yeah, that came out of necessity. All right. So, the first guy misses you. Uh -oh. You are going to get hit. So, all right. So here comes our first one. Just me. Yes. Um. Oh, man. 
All right, you might want to spend a penny on this one. So, um, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Um, armor piercing one. Armor piercing one. So that was 15 points. That's eight. So that's uh, shaking in a wound. Okay. Uh, yeah. Say, Benny, I can just. A Benny would get rid of the wound, so you'd just be shaken. I'd just still be shaken. Or you can roll and hope for more. Okay. Uh, I will. Uh, what's my vigor? Here's my spirit. It's my vigor, right? Your vigor, yeah. I'll try my vigor. Okay. I'll give it a shot. I'll try sober. So, Six, so that's uh, one wound, but I'm still shaking. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then the second one that he hits you with. That's 11. That's, a, that's another wound. That would be first wound. Because I'm already shaking. Yeah. And I'm not going to. It's fine. Yeah, they pelted you. It's like, bah, 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 bah. I'm going to say. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say that uh, you did. I have like you did, from them. You didn't actually have cover. But what I'm gonna say is, uh, you got hit and you fell back, and you're basically in the shadow right now. So uh, they basically they know where you are, but they can't see you at the moment. Uh, you're basically laying in the shadow of this thing, this shadow given off by the fire of this. So for the moment, you're probably safe unless they move in. Um, so let me. Okay, um, Tommy. So the dog's got the SMG. Yes. So I've got to get rid of the dog before I can use the SMG. That's correct. But I think you have another weapon on you. Yeah, I'll kill oh, yeah. the dog. Or I should have shot off shotgun the dog. You can let the dog have the SMG and pull your sawed off shotgun, and I'll let you do that as one action. That's what I'll do. And that'll be your round. So I shoot him next round? Yes. So basically, you let him take it and you pull out your shotgun. So he's still holding on to the gun, shaking it. Alright. Alright. Two barrels into a dog. What the hell? Wait, watch. Joker, right? No! Look at that. That's gonna be interesting. Alright, so we'll start with Jim. Right. So you probably want to uh, try and recover? Yep, I'm just going to make my roll. Try to make my roll. That's a spirit roll. Yes. Oh, yeah, you got that. Yep. All right, so you're not you're still wounded, but you're not shaking anymore. I wish I could have rolled that to... Yeah, no yeah. doubt. That's <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, takes care of you. We'll go to Tommy. Give him the shotgun. Two barrels into the dog. Yep. So, 3d6 then, right? And I'm going to give you, you know what? Situational bonus, I'm going to give you a plus one to hit because he's busy shaking that gun. He's really mad at that gun. Uh, two fives. Two fives. All right. Um, two fives. Is that what, that's what the plus one? Yep. Yeah, that hits. They both hit. For the first one, 17. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 That was a dog. And I'll try to get my uh, SMG back. Uh, you have to do that next round. Yes. All right, so blah, 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 that takes care of you. Uh, David? Get the guy in the motorcycle. We got a grenade left. 
Yeah, take another shot at the motorcycle guy because he's still trying to drive away. Oh, another Thirteen. So that's uh, four. It's nine. It's two raises. So it, roll your damage plus two extra d six. So it's gonna be uh, two d six. Two d six plus two. And then minus one. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, he that bike and rolls over. Um, all right, so clubs, spades, spades goes first. All right, so I'm gonna try and recover with that guy. He does not. Um, this guy's really pissed at you. You killed his dog. He's gonna shoot at you. Uh, you're also in the line of fire. He's going to shoot at you. Uh, these two guys are going to move forward. Because they're not going to shoot with their guy right there. Alright, so, shoot, shoot. Uh, he's going to try and grapple. He's going to try and grapple. They're both going to try and grab you. And then this guy is going to try and... Uh, he's going to... He's... I, He's gonna do. He's got a knife coming at him. He's gonna try and butt stroke you with his gun. So I'll start with the shooter. He that's gonna hit. Jesus Christ! Man, I am rolling some crazy damage. Uh, thirteen. This is a nine, so that'd be shaken. It's a nine. Holy fuck, right? Yeah, that's right. He's tough. Yeah, that's a shaking. That'd be 13. Is that? It'd be a raise, too. I mean, that's a wound, right? Um, no, because the first four is shaken, then it's wound, wound, wound. So, I mean, you can spend a Benny or you can just take the shaking. I'll just take the shaking. Okay. All right, then the next guy. Did oh, you put your armor in it? No, no, that's just a plus two. Plus oh, two. all right. So you're not shaking. It's just a uh, he scratched you. Okay. Thank you. I'm trying to remember. Am I doing that right? It's over your toughness. Anything over your toughness your is toughness a. Your toughness is a target number. So right. you hit your toughness. He's right. shaking. Shaking. Right. Four over that's right. a wound. You're right. Four over that's you're right. another wound. You're right. So you're shaking. Yeah. Right. You're right. Because you got a 13, so you would have matched your toughness. Yeah, with that. Okay. Right. Yeah. So he matched. Okay. okay. Yeah. That's right. I I thought I was doing something wrong there. All right. So then the second guy shoots. Misses. Um, this guy here, butt stroke. I'm gonna do the block. Okay. What's your block? Uh, nine. Right. He misses. Um, and then for two, this guy's gonna try and grapple. Two. Wait, who's number two? You're number two. Yeah, two guys are gonna try and grapple you. So the first guy. number two here. What's your parry? Four. All right. So the first guy has a hold of you. Okay. And the second guy uh, does not. So one guy got a hold of you. Okay. We'll get into that. Basically, he's got you in a grapple at the moment. Um, and that's it for that. So, Jack, you're up. Uh, I'm going to attack the guy that tried to stroke me with my knife. Okay. 
That's <laughs> that's three raises. Three raises. No, well, I'm sorry. No, two raises. Two raises. Two raises. Okay, so total will be three d six plus one d four plus two. Yeah. So we've got eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Yeah, he's dead. All those dice. I was hoping I'd get All right, next round. <laughs> All right, Tommy, you go first. So I want to get unshaken. You want to get unshaken. So it's, that's your spirit. Spirit. And then your wild die. Six. Yeah, you're unshaken. Nine. Nine. And, and you can move. Okay, so I want to get my SMG. Okay. So you pick it up. Um, I'll tell you what, I'll give you minus one. You can still fire. Okay, three shots. Uh, one, two, three. Okay. Or one, two, three. Okay. Oh, that's. Oh, one into each of them. Okay. Probably easier that way. To one into each of them. Um, no, you got rock and roll, so I would just say two and one or whatever, because you don't get a minus for uh, multi fire. All right, so this way it works. Yep. So if you have a rate of fire of three, right? Um, you can with, with an automatic weapon you can fire one or two at no minus, but if you fire the three ah, okay. you get the minus two. But being that you get rock and roll, you don't get that minus. So. But I have a minus one for picking up. Yes, you have minus one for picking up the gun. So, explosion, and everything else is going to miss. Okay. So I got a uh, seven with the one that did hit. All right, so you're going to hit this guy. So 2d6. Minus one. Uh, six. Six points. All right. Um, that is going to shake him. All right. Um, then they go. So he's going to try to shake. He does, but he can't do anything. Um, he's going to shoot at you. Missing. He's going to try to shake. He does, but he can't do anything. Um, this guy disengages from trying to grapple you. The other guy got you. So he's going to move. This guy's going to... He's going to take a couple steps over, and he's going to fire at you. He's going to fire one shot, though. He's using a Luger. And he's going to hit. What's your... Let's see. No, that's with a raise. So, Luger, 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 Luger. Um, you killed me. Uh, it's going to be 19. Uh, toughness of six and armor of two. 13, 14, or 13, 11, uh, 12, 11. So that's, uh, one, two, three. All right, so, uh, so far you're shaking with two wounds. You can spend a Benny right now and, and do a soak, which I would think what you want to do. All right, so, um, so roll your, uh, Vigor and a D6. So D8. And a D6. <laughs> Alright, so you knock one of those off. So you're shaken and got a wound. Okay. Uh, 
And just so you know, I actually started this adventure out with one of the biggest battle scenes. A lot of this other stuff is role-playing, so I wanted to start it out on a big, like, you know, James Bond kind of thing, so don't worry. If you guys get a little wounded, you got some time. Good. <laughs> I, I know, I'm like, right out the gate with the big fight, but I, that, I like, like that. How big is the finale going to yeah, be? No. Yeah, no, there's, there's a big finale, but the finale is more, there's a lot of, like, a lot of thinking and role-playing into that, so it's, it's cool, don't, don't worry. All right, so... Um, and the guy that's got a hold of you is going to, um, he's going to hang on to you. Oh, wait a minute. And that guy did that. Right. Okay. That's it. So, Jim. I'm going to move up uh, so that I'm not directly firing into that melee since that guy disengaged. Right. I can come up kind of behind him and to the side and fire at him with a Luger. Dude, um, if you want, if you just fire at him, he doesn't, he seems, he did I have a drop he, on him? Yeah, he doesn't seem to... He might think you're dead. Okay. So, plus four, plus four, is that how you want to roll? Like, like somebody's got the drop on him? Like it's plus a, two plus for the drop, yeah. Okay. So, if you're going to fire one shot? One shot. All right. Nice. So, 13. 13. All right, so that's... Uh, two raises. I am yeah. <laughs> so you're like, <laughs> down he goes. Yeah. All right. So uh, Jack. Yes. Spirit. D six. Yep. And up and D six. Six. All right. So you are unshaken and you can act because you got a raise on that. I will. Okay, so I'm grappled. you're grappled. Mm -hmm. So can I just? Yeah, you can. You can run up and stick him. Um, just so you know. Uh, yeah. As a matter of fact, it's basically your target number is going to be four, unless he decides to parry. But to parry, he's going to have to let go of you, which is what he's going to do. He's going to go for. The, he lets go of you and goes for the parry. Five. You still hit. Okay, that doesn't. Guys, <laughs> like, no! <laughs> Matter of fact, you know what I'm gonna say? I'm gonna make this one kind of cool. He puts his hand up the block and he stabs through his hand and into his head. Um. And I'll say something funny like, smile. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so David, you're up. Alright. Well, since those two guys were nice enough to stay uh, clustered next to each other, I'll go ahead and uh, throw a grenade at them. Okay. Or not. Would you roll? A two and a one. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. What's that? Does this affect 
I don't know what to say. I'm it's uh, it's uh, uh oh. You play this card and you fumble. Everyone who saw the fumble will lose their next action as they'll stare at you in the eye of ineptitude. We're a part of everyone. So that include. Uh, no, I'm 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 gonna just, I'm gonna make that the enemy because <coughs> just because it's funnier. Uh, yeah, it it rolls over here. Um, uh, Maybe you didn't take the pin. Out. They start laughing. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, no, it rolls over here. It it blows up and the tent goes up in the air and kind of does one of these numbers and it's floating around in there. And these these three guys are like looking at it like they're like it's awestruck. <laughs> Um, actually, probably would be funnier as you throw it into the fire and it blows a fire everywhere. But uh, <laughs> all right, so that takes care of that. So we got a next round, and they won't get an action because of that card. Doesn't matter. They're not going to get an action, so I think this is going to be kind of moot. This is going to be kind of mop up. All right, so we go with the uh, oh, David. Three left. All right, enough of this throwing. Yeah, you're out. No, I got one left. Yeah, I had three. What the odds against three times? Yeah, what are they? What are the odds against? All right, so you're gonna you're gonna roll again. Oh, yeah. throw, throw another grenade. Seven. Okay, roll your damage. Yeah, I think that's gonna pretty much take care of that. Yeah, there's you blow those guys clean away. Third time charm. Only took three grenades. Hey! <laughs> What's a mess over there? Oh, God. Right, Jim. War is ugly. You wanna pop that guy? Who we got left? One guy. One guy. Oh, over there. okay. Crying about his dog. Is that me? I'm up. I'll do yes. it. Yes. Yeah. Somebody shoot this guy. Don't let me run over there and stab him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I think he did it. Yeah. So, uh, 12, uh, 15, 16. So. Wait a minute. No, two. What did you roll? 16. Three raises. Lots of explosions. Jesus, okay. Ah, the mild-mannered professor is a killing machine. He is. Shoots him in the eye. So that's 10, 13, 14, 15, minus 1, 14. Yeah, that does him. All right, that's it. As far as you can tell, you guys have killed everybody. This place looks like a bloody mess. The Tweed Jacket Terminator. All right, uh, we gotta we got to get out of here. Uh, everybody, you know, take care of your band and yourself up and... Let's do a quick uh, reconnaissance of the camp. All right, so who's injured? You're injured. I got a wound. The two of you. Now, in Savage Worlds, a wound, like getting wounded actually means something because it's so hard to wound you to begin with. So you guys probably want to treat those. I mean, you know, any, does any of you guys, I don't know if I gave any of you guys first aid or not. I do. You have it? Yeah. I have healing at D6. So, so I would say I'll let you treat yourself. I'm fine with that. Okay. Some DMs don't let you do that, but so you can tell them what to do, basically. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I'd be at minus one because of my existing. Yes. 
Yeah, you're still at minus four. Yeah. I'm minus one. So uh, that's four. Four. Okay, that will that will heal that one wound. Okay, and then I need to work on him. Yes. This might not be the best place to do it, but I'll try to hurry. Yeah. So four. Okay. Because you have one wound. Or one wound. Yeah. Yes, that'll okay, heal. So one. Yeah. So we're good. All right. No one's. That's it. Worse for wear. That's it. No one's too worse for wear. No, I mean you guys are all scratched up. You're probably like cleaning out your cuts and stuff. Everybody's, I mean, everybody's really actually everyone's injured in some way or another, if I remember correctly. Everybody got hit at least once, um, but they they don't count. They not enough to to mean anything. It's like Indiana Jones, you know. Yeah, we're the good guys. Right. So, yeah. So that's that. Now, basically, you now have a campsite that is um, pretty messy. Yeah. yeah, I think while we're doing first aid, uh, these guys are probably looking for grenades. Trying to do a quick recon to see if there's anything we can use. Um, yeah, you find, like, for your weapons, basically, they gave you German weapons. They gave you the same weapons yep. these guys are using. So, your ammo is all back to full. Um, you can get some more grenades, refill up on your grenades. If, if anybody wants to take grenades that doesn't have before, uh, yeah, you can carry a few. Okay, I mean, you probably don't have a... I don't know, I don't think... I don't think either one of you guys have a bag, but you can get a German bag if you want. You can get a bag to carry them in. Three grenades. You got one, yes. Yeah, I've got, I've got one. You're right. You're right. I'd probably want to look really quickly and see if the Germans are uh, making a headway on trying to figure out the, the portal. No, and, and, and the reason probably is because none of the guys that are here are French-worthy. Okay. So they wouldn't have been able to go through the portal anyway. Okay. I think the... What's the, I, I was just looking at my equipment. It says IDET watch A. That AI or A one? What's the watch? Let me see that. Yeah, cool. Do I have an AI in my watch? No, you don't have an AI. <laughs> it's a one. Okay, here we go. This is for stakes on. Yeah. Oh no, that's the type of watch. It's, it's an A one is the type of IDET watch because there's different kind of watches they get, and it's sort of like you know, a James Bondy type watch type of thing. So there's a garrot in it, right? That's built into it. Yeah, it's got a garrot built into it, uh, a timer, and it's got a little bit of C4 in it. Kind of thing you could use to blow open a door or something like that, blow open a lock or something. Mine says A2 detonator rig. Yeah, yours is a different one. Yours has, instead of the garrot, it has extra C4 in it. Um, and it's also set up, you could, uh, that one's actually set up to... Um, uh, if you wanted to make a bomb with it, you could use that as a uh, as a timer detonator type of thing. Okay. How bad do our uniforms look right now? Uh, a little chewed up. But so are these guys. Yeah, you're, 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 you're not going to find a uniform that's in, or, or, or full of blood, right? Yeah. All right, I guess uh, we'll make do. In the near future, mankind will discover something that will change him forever. An ancient portal system to millions of worlds. Built by a civilization of advanced alien beings, now lost to the ravages of an interdimensional war, you will venture forth into the fringes of space and time to find alternate Earths and alien worlds, where he will find the wondrous bounty of knowledge as to who he was and what he might become. He will also find danger at every turn as he encounters hostile societies, alien beings, and the insidious Miller. Fringeworthy. Tabletop game of interdimensional adventure is now available for a D20 system and coming soon to Savage Worlds. Action and adventure await you as you explore through the interdimensional fringes of space to an infinite number of new worlds. Your characters will face danger and excitement around every corner. Sail with Blackbeard on the Seven Seas, journey to a steampunk Victorian age, 
fight the Soviets in an 80s America that lost the Cold War, travel to an alternate future and witness a supernova from the bridge of a starship, and then battle it out with blasters and plasma swords. Use any D20 setting you already own or invent your own. Check out the French Woody Podcast at tritaxsystems.podbean.com to find out more. Whether you've never heard of Fringeworthy or have been playing it for the past 25 years, the Fringeworthy Podcast will entertain and inform you of all the cool stuff you can do with the most all-encompassing setting ever written. Every week, we'll take you on a tour of the fringes of space and give you tips on how to game in this fantastic multiverse. We discuss adventure ideas for the game masters and how to keep your team of characters alive for the players. Go to tritaxsystems.podbean.com and take a listen. You can also find us on iTunes under keyword Fringeworthy. A million million worlds await you. Music by Herminster, available on iTunes. Rogue Chess uses cards to modify the move and capture of chess pieces. Each card is specific to a certain chess piece, and when played, it will modify that piece's move, capture, or add a special effect. Every round, a player may move as normal or use a card. Players know what each other are capable of and can base their strategy on it. However, as I'm sure you can already tell, this is a much more dynamic battlefield. Chess is possibly the oldest surviving board game and dates back thousands of years. Everyone knows what chess is and most know how to play it, so why mess with such a fantastic model? Well, there are four main reasons why I think Rogue Chess is an essential addition to your collection. Maybe you like chess. Maybe you used to like it. Question is, how much do you like it now? How long has it been since you've played chess? If it's been a while, you should get Rogue Chess and revitalize your game. Make chess fun again. Love chess already? Awesome. Get Rogue Chess and expand your game to a new level. With all the revolving options that come about, you will be forced to think on your feet and will help you think outside the box. Even if you are a chess purist, you can still enjoy Rogue Chess. Okay, okay, I know. You're my hard sell. But please consider it because I really think you'll love it. The game still works with the basic chess concepts, the cards only affect the piece they were designed for, and they maintain the basic concept of that piece. Everyone knows all the available moves because the cards are laid out face up. The only thing that breaks the basic concept of chess is the chance of what card you'll get. That can be mitigated with a variant rule that I've created just for you. What about those of you who have never played chess? Why not? Well, if it's because chess is boring, then Rogue Chess may just change all of that for you. Adding these cards to your chess game gives it a whole new life. My name is Peter Bryant, and I created Rogue Chess, but I need you to help me make my dream come true. Rogue Chess is close to being finished, but I need some funding to finalize this thing and get it on the market. I have some pretty cool rewards and some exciting stretch goals. Please contribute to one of my levels on Kickstarter and help me bring you the coolest thing to happen to chess since the 15th century. Thank you. Music by Nine Inch Nails, track 24, off of Ghosts. Thank you.